Hello. Welcome to the podcast at For All Our Kids. You are listening to our Teacher to Parent segment, where we discuss topics on early childhood education with a focus on the Indian education system. Last week, we began our Learning to Read series, and I introduced the five elements of learning to read. We will explore these elements in greater depth for the next five weeks. To recap, the five elements of reading include 1. Phonemic awareness 2. Phonics 3. Fluency 4. Vocabulary and 5. Comprehension Today's episode is on phonemic awareness. Most of us have heard of phonics. But what is this phonemic awareness? It is not a widely known or emphasized element in our education system. To understand phonemic awareness, take a moment to think about your child's language development. What do they do first? They begin by listening to your speech and responding to you. Next, they learn to speak. And from there, they progress to read and write. The words we speak are made up of individual sounds. For instance, the word cat has the sounds k, a, t, and the word ball has the sounds b, a, l. When these words are written down, they have different numbers of letters, but the number of sounds in the spoken words is the same. The smallest units of sound in the word are known as phonemes. Phonemic awareness is the ability to identify and manipulate phonemes or the smallest unit of sound in words. What does that mean? And how do we get children to identify and manipulate phonemes? When we talked about the sounds in the words cat and ball, we identified the three sounds in each of those words. Okay, to us adults, it seems so obvious and easy. Manipulating is switching sounds around to make new words. For instance, in the word cat, replacing k with p gives us the new word pat. This too seems like such an easy skill. Why do we need to put any effort into teaching it? Here's the thing. Children don't understand this naturally. Why? Phonemic awareness skills are pre-reading skills. Children must first understand how to put together and take apart sounds in spoken words before learning to do the same with sounds in written words. When we speak, we don't spell the words or say the sounds separately. We put the sounds together and speak in complete words. For instance, I say spelling, not S-P-E-L-L-I-N-G. To learn to read and spell, children must understand that our spoken words are made up of individual sounds. This teaches them that our spoken language has an internal structure. It is this awareness that will help them make sense of phonics. 
children begin to develop phonemic awareness around four to five years of age. Some kids develop these skills automatically, but others need support to learn these. Interestingly, another familiar skill precedes learning phonemic awareness. That is the ability to identify and generate rhymes. What are rhymes? Words rhyme when their middle and last sounds are the same. Do you see how children must pay attention to the sounds in the words here? So when you sing nursery rhymes, those are more than just cute action songs. Let's look at how to help your child learn phonemic awareness skills at home. Let's start with activities for three and four-year-olds. One. Read rhymes and rhyming books to your child. Do you ever wonder why we have young kids learn rhymes? It's a phonological awareness activity and develops before phonemic awareness. Learning to rhyme directs a child's attention to the middle and last sounds in two words. If they are the same, then the words rhyme. For example, cat and bat have the same middle and final sounds, just like goat and boat. Children learn that substituting the beginning sounds in words with other sounds can form new words. For instance, in the word bat, if you take away the first sound b and substitute it with k, you get cat. Take away the k and add R, you get rat. Select rhyming books that use language playfully with silly rhymes and nonsense words. The emphasis here is on playing with sounds. So if you're rhyming in your mother tongue, that's great. It's not about the language, but the sounds themselves. So what do you do when you read rhyming books? Find the rhyming pairs. Don't read just the rhyme and leave it at that. Draw your child's attention to the rhyming words. If you read Jack and Jill, say something like Jill and Hill end with the same last sound, ill. Jill and Hill rhyme. Your child understands that these two words have the same last sound. After multiple exposures, have your child find the rhyming words independently. Maybe you can ask them, Do you know any other word that rhymes with Jill and Hill? If your child is not sure, go ahead and help with prompts. Jill, Hill, F. And your child can complete it saying, Phil. You can make this a little more challenging as well. You say a word, and ask your child to tell you a rhyming word. For example, say ball and see if your child can say hall, fall, tall. And did you know that Thulika Books has a marvellous book on Indian rhymes? It's called Oluguti Thuluguti, Indian Rhymes to Read and Recite. Check it out. Another enjoyable activity that draws children's attention to sounds and words is saying alliterations. Alliterations are sentences with words that begin with the same sound. Did you ever like 
Betty bought a bit of butter, but the butter Betty bought? Yes, those. Alliterations direct the child to the beginning sound in words. Now, if you don't know any, you can make your own up. They don't have to be meaningful. They just have to have the same beginning sound. Often, adults restrict themselves to using phrases that make sense. With little kids, nonsense words catch their attention, keep them giggling, and draw them into the activity. When you make up alliterations, avoid mixing different sounds of the same letter. Let me give you an example. If you say Shanti shakes shiny shoes, here the sound is sh and not s because we are focusing on the sound sh and not the letter s. Now, regional languages have a lot of funny tongue twisters. Many of these are alliterations. Try some of those with your kids if you know any in your mother tongue. Now we come to phonemic awareness skills. These are for four, five, turning six, and even seven-year-old kids. In these activities, we play games with sounds in words. Number one, develop your child's ability to identify the beginning sounds in words. Ask your child, what is the first sound in ball? That's right. What other words do you know that begin with the sound b? Your child should be able to answer bat, balloon, bear. Remember, it's not about the letters. It's all about the sounds. You can't keep asking your child questions about beginning sounds for 10 minutes. So, direct your child's attention to the beginning sounds of words throughout the day. Say it's breakfast time and you have idli and sambar. Ask your child, do you want sambar with idli? Would you like more milk? Shall I turn on the fan? Stretching the first sound of words makes them focus on that sound. Say you're growing grocery shop. Play a guessing game as you prepare your grocery list. Oh, we need a yellow fruit that begins with mmm. That's right, a mango. How about something white to drink? Yes, milk begins with mmm. Flip that exercise. Ask your child. The words monkey and milk begin with the same sound. What sound do they begin with? That's right, mmm. Prompt your child to identify sounds in different positions in the word, the beginning, the end, and the middle. For instance, what's the first sound in dad? What's the last sound you hear in stop? What sound do you hear in the middle of the word bus? Number two, play games that teach kids to blend sounds. Blending is putting the individual sounds together to say the words. For instance, when we say k-a-t says cat, we combine the three sounds to say one word. Now, do you ever spell words to other adults so your little ones can't follow what you say? For example, do you want to go to the S-H-O-P? 
Now, in this activity, instead of letters, use the sounds and words. Ask your kids, do you want to play b or l? Would you like to eat p u r i? So the words here were ball and puri. The third skill is segmenting. Segmenting is the opposite of blending. It is where you break a word apart to identify the sounds. For instance, the word man is made up of the sounds m, a, n. Give your child a word and show them how to break the word apart. Blending and segmenting are essential phonemic awareness skills. The other advanced skills include addition. Here, you add a phoneme to a word to make a new word. For example, starting with the word win, add t to the beginning. What word did I make? Twin. Deletion is where you remove a sound from the word to make a new one. For instance, in the word bat, take away the b, what is left. That's right, at. Substitution is the most advanced phonemic awareness skill. Here, you substitute one sound with another to make a new word. For instance, in the word cat, take away the and add the m. What word do you get? Mat. Do you see how the child has to focus on the sounds we say? That's really what we're aiming for. Why are these skills important? Research tells us difficulties with blending and segmenting sounds and words that the child will have difficulty learning to read. The good news is that you can teach kids to blend and segment through games. Now, there are many wonderful resources online. I have no affiliation with this site, but the phoneme segmentation cheat sheet at maketaketeach.com is an excellent resource for parents. Those activities are short and simple. They may take about 5 or 10 minutes. I used to play these games with my youngest while driving. I didn't really make her sit down at a desk with paper and pencil or take away her playtime for this. She came to us as a four-year-old who spoke no English, and she was still able to play these games with us. So don't stress about whether you'll find the time to do these activities or if your child has enough English language skills to participate in these games. However you do it, make sure you have fun when you play these games with your child. Next week, we'll look at the second element, phonics, in greater detail. As always, if you have any doubts, please write to us at podcasts at forallourkids.com. Until next week, goodbye from all of us at forallourkids.com. Music